Warning, if you're faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. I see that you've uh, you've worn your Nick Vertucci shirt and hat, just in case people don't know that you're Nick Vertucci. Yeah, even though it is the Nick Vertucci show. Yeah. You never know. You never you know. know. Yeah, and uh, so I figured I'd really and pound then in the point. When you're playing on, on Hustler... You just want to make sure that everyone knows that you are the owner of Hustler Casino Live and you are actually Nick Fertucci, right? The Nick Fertucci, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, people have short memories. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, well, go ahead. Intro the show. Sure. This is the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci. And for my co-host, Valerie Brill, let's go. <laughs> cue the guns and roses but then you got in trouble it did they did you made get me sued by guns and roses i wish that would be such an honor but oh, fuck, how cool would that be i just got like a notification that says you can't use that i'm really really bummed about it yeah yeah um fuck i wish just like axel would have would have sued you that would have been so amazing I know. axel rose sued yeah. me and put me into poverty yeah axel rose uh or guns and roses van halen my top two if they sued me i hope they both sue me I love that you kept telling me like, hey, Guns N' Roses kept breaking up and getting back together and so can we. And I'm like, we're not Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Fuck, we ain't. Well. We're pretty good. <clears throat> we're okay. Yeah, we're okay. We're kind of getting along right now. Well, I don't think getting along is the power of our relationship. But we are what getting it, along a little better. But it's, I'll fuck what it up. What is the I'll power? Fuck, I'll fuck it up. Don't yeah, worry. you will. What is the power in our relationship now that you've said that? I think the power in the relationship is that... The dynamics of the fact that everything we say and do, besides we do a little bit here and we joke around and stuff, but generally speaking, we have never fake fought. Um, uh, we don't try to stir up any personality stuff between us just to make it more interesting. It's real. I think it comes across. <laughs> yeah, people think maybe <clears throat> yeah, that Yeah, no, fake. it's real. There, there has been times where we both have, like, I mean, we were just talking earlier, we were talking to someone and you basically said, like, there's a probably before the first couple breakups, you didn't even really like me. And so that came across and I probably didn't like you because you didn't like me. And people you just... You hate when people don't like you. I do. <laughs> I do. Well, I don't know how they cannot. And to be honest with you, are you kidding me? But but the truth is... is what like, is there not to love, huh? I'm a big Italian sausage. I'm the delicious. I make my own hats. But yeah. You'll I, never forget my name. But I think... But I think that's it. And uh, yeah, so we don't want to screw it up and, and start getting along. But I, I don't oh, think that will, I know. I feel like the magic's I, I, gone I don't already. Think, nah, I don't think that will ever happen. I think it's just a phase. Um, but I, I think that's it. And then we're so polar opposites. On, we just literally are so different in so many ways that I just think that works. I mean, having someone sit across from me or you vice versa... Just agreeing on everything and going, yeah, don't you think? Oh, yeah, that's such a great... Like, it just doesn't work. I mean, I used to... Even though the show now, I, I King think... King Tucci, you're right. King I, Tucci. I, I kind of dig it. Wait a minute. Let's <laughs> let's rethink this. Let's reevaluate the wow. King Tucci. No? Oh, God. Kiss I, could, the ring? I couldn't get through the fucking knuckle hair. <laughs> okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, 
But like that old show, Hannity and Combs, I've referenced that before. They, yeah. It's so antiquated now, but they were like so different. They would literally, because uh, Combs was a liberal and Hannity was a conservative, and they would literally legit fight. But they always figured it out. They always, at the end of the day, just let it go. And I like that show basically because it was so polar opposite. So I just think it works. I mean, would you rather have it where I'm sitting here saying something? Um, like, let me think of another show that does that. That where the people just like laugh at every joke that, like, say I made and agree with everything. <laughs> and like, like. No, who, I'd hate that. Who? And you would hate it too. Yeah. No, I just what finish sh- your bit. I have no bit. I'm just trying to think what show that is. Mm. Mm. Is there anything that you're thinking of? No. Any show come to mind? No, but I'm going to marinate on it. So anyways, what do you got? So, <clears throat> look, I know we've gone over several shows talking about you getting 86 from Commerce Casino. And yeah. if you haven't seen the episode, he did spend, what, 20, 30 years going to Commerce? Over, well, you're thir- like, over you're 30. You're like 80 years old, so it's been like 60 years. It's been over 30. So over 30 years going to Commerce, playing stud. At the, Well, at my biggest stint was stud, yes, stud, seven stud. Seven card stud. Can you imagine Nick Bertucci, the 10% VPIP fucking playing stud? I started at five draw. That's, five card draw. that's wild to me. So that's, a, that's kind of impressive. Maybe mm. that's why I don't hate you as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. But um, like I really, I really do feel for you because I know that was your home for a while. And now yeah. you're 86 because I don't know if you guys know at home, he got walked out of commerce. I did. So you went. Just tell us the story, like, briefly. You went there. Yep. Briefly, uh, I went there uh, in, of the other, not this year, last year, in, like, October. I played. I left. At the beginning of the year, which was 2023, sometime January, February, the family was gone. I thought I'd go play some poker. I called. They had either a 1020 or 2040. I thought, why not? Those are hard to find. I went. I sat down, talked for a couple minutes. Uh, put two blinds in and then the dealer said hey you got a card and I went oh yeah I got one gave it to him swiped it and then the game just stopped and a floor man came over and said yeah we can't deal you in I said why he said I can't say like, you give me a minute I gotta get a manager and then uh, I got perp walked by three security guards a manager and a floor man into the security uh, thing where they told me that be that I was soliciting other players and so the soliciting other players to them was, hey, Nick, uh, how's the show? Hey, how do you get on the show? Oh, uh, so is this guy really this way? And I'm just nice. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, huh? I really don't want to talk about it either. I actually just wanted to play, but I'm just a nice guy. And because the show was mentioned, I'm out like bell bottoms. Okay, so you got walked out. <clears throat> I did. But there's a key portion of the story that you're missing. Oh, I, okay. The key portion was when I sat down, the guy to my right was he was eating two pork chops and mashed potatoes they look so good and i had said to him wow man i've never seen that on the menu i'm gonna get that and (laughs) i was just trying to order when i got walked out and so what pissed me off more than anything is i didn't get those pork chops i really did it hurt me so i've been thinking about that Mm -hmm. as your closest confidant and friend oh please all i all i've been thinking about these last tumultuous tumultuous <laughs> tumultuous in my tumultuous <laughs> my tumultuousness oh. really hurt me inside <laughs> wow um and and i thought we need to devise a way to get you back into commerce okay so i got you a little present i know what it is that's so and funny. i want you to like there's a little thing right there 
So first, I, I need you to listen to my instructions. So open the present. Good job. He does listen. I knew. So we're going to get into commerce. Can I pull it out? Yeah, of course. That's what she, we're going to get into commerce. Give me one, too. <laughs> Wow. So there's also a piece of paper because I know the security asked you. Notice, take off your glasses. Let's do this. I know security asked you to read something, right? They did. They did. So I need you to read that card that's in there and and read it slowly so the people at home can really understand. <laughs> I'm gonna have a tough time reading since I can't see shit, but I'm gonna do my best. Dear Commerce Casino Security, I'm not Nick Fertucci, <laughs> despite the way I look and my Nick Vertucci shirt and hat. I am clearly not Nick Vertucci. Kindly take me to the 2040 game so I can order my pork chops and mashed potatoes. Thank you. Tip twenty dollars. Yeah, tip them twenty bucks. Yeah, that's oh, that's a that's an advice. Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> like the uh, asterisk. That yeah. means you don't say it. That means that's Holy just shit, doing I it. I just looked at myself for the first time. Uh, yeah, that's it. So I I think that we can get into Commerce Casino like this. What do you think? I'm willing to try. I, I think if their security is anything like the Simpsons police force, we could probably get by. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so, so remember cute. the last time we talked about this? You're like, what am I going to put on a pair of glasses yeah, and a nose no, I and walk in? Yeah. And I clipped it and it was the most fucking hilarious thing. And I'm like, I got to buy him a gla some yeah. glasses and I look a nose. like Mel Brooks. Put, put the shot in again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Look, what about zooming on me though? <laughs> Wow, you actually look better. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Holy cow. Wow. Get me out of here. This is like, if I was single, this would be my my Tinder profile picture. I, I look, Stop. I, I feel would, like you're looking at me with those eyes. I am. When you're super attracted I'm to a so woman. I'm so attracted to you right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nose eyebrow thing. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. And I love how the hair under your nose just covers your two front teeth. That's so hot to me. Oh my God! What am I gonna do? Oh. Oh, I am looking at you like that. <laughs> you can't. Even I must see. have a nose glasses fetish that I didn't know about. <laughs> I can't. E I. You can't even see anything though because you're not wearing your glasses. That's why I'm attracted to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't see shit. You know I just see blonde hair. The poker Karen <clears throat> thinks I'm beautiful. So. Like, come on. I mean. The poker Karen tried to put his penis inside that hole there. We just didn't let him. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. But you know. So it's an upgrade. I uh, can I, I can't. Oh, thank God oh, that we weren't going to do the whole show. No, we were. We should have done the whole show like we that. We should. Maybe we'll put them on at the end when we close. We'll put them on the end when we close. All right. Yeah. So that's funny. I I thought today we could have a fun show because I feel like so much of our stuff is, um, you know, gets you in trouble with uh, <clears throat> the Solve for Why crew, and. Uh, I'm just do that as an obligation to keep them current. Yeah, you keep the fuel in the engine of the poker media, right? But I thought we could have a fun show because, like, there's a lot of stuff that um, I think you and I have seen throughout the years in casinos and card rooms, and like some funny shit has happened. Yeah. And I thought I would share some stories. I thought you could share some stories. I went on to Reddit and I found some funny poker stories, and I thought we could we could talk about some of the shit we've seen. And you, like, as an owner uh, of Hustler Casino Live and someone who's played on Live at the Bike a lot and gone to the Bicycle Casino, played at Commerce for 30 years. I'm sure you've seen some crazy shit. I have. I'm going to have to. I think you mentioned something like this and I and I failed to put my brain to the ground and, and come up with them. But I'll hit the ground running. I'll come up with a few. 
Okay. I'll figure it out. I should have done that. I, I know I'm going to get reprimanded. Yeah, because I did talk to you about this. I know this, you so. did. I'm going to get reprimanded, but I'm just being honest right now because I'm scared. So I I used to work at Summerlin <clears throat> Hospital in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, your fucking cats are no, out of I'm control good. right now. I'm good. Uh, and I remember working with this woman who was an ex-high limit host. And she worked at like, I think it was Bellagio or one of those like higher end hotels. And I was like, dude, weren't you making a ton of money? Like, why would you leave that for? At the time, I think we were making like 45 bucks an hour. And she's like, you don't fucking understand. That was the worst job in the entire world. Mm -hmm. And those people are insufferable. She told me so many stories. She said this one guy who... I swear to God, you're fucking cats. Okay, they're now, you so know out of control. Okay, so they are. They're on. They're one. more out of control than they ha- ever have. No, been. I agree. But what the funny part of this show is, is you said to me, you, if we leave the cats in, I need your full attention. I don't want you to be going like squirrel, squirrel. No matter what they're doing, I have not moved my head. But they're bothering but you, which never, is funny. But they've never been <clears throat> this crazy. Well, I'll tell you what. If they continue that, I'll run them. Don't put them in. Don't put them in a bag into the river. That's not. That's running them is not a good idea. Shame on you for even saying that. I love these cats. No. So so she she told me there was this like the worst story I heard out of her was there was this guy who would come in from another country. I'm not gonna say which country, and he was like multi billionaire in his home country, and he would come. Our producers like literally recording them having fucking street fights. <laughs> You want me to run them? They're, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it, yeah you should. You, you should because they're and, like psychopaths right now. Sometimes they fall asleep, but. Yeah, let me know when you want me to run them because they're not going to stop. Um, <laughs> so she so she said this one host comes in. He's like multi-billionaire. And every time he comes in, he wants the suite. He wants the limo. He wants to go to other casinos, to the bars and stuff. And he wants the host to just like. At a, like drop of the dime. She told me she would like sometimes be up 24-7 on call for these people because they would spend so much money and the casino's like, no, you have to help them. And uh, so one day he like dropped like, I don't know, $3 million, she said, and he wanted to go to a bar and pick up like some call girls and some shit. And so she got him a limo and apparently he got so fucking hammered on the way back in the limo she doesn't know what happened, but he like could barely get out of the limo. He passed out on the ground. She had to like get someone to come to come get him. Yeah. But he she said literally the inside of the limo was covered in feces. He shit oh my God. in the limo and she said he somehow managed to cover the whole thing in shit. And he was covered in shit. Oh my god! I don't know if he did it on purpose. What do you want me to get in the mind of a of a a drunk billionaire? Cover the whole car means you're trying. Well. He was trying and she said that they had to like uh, pay basically like the car was um, a wash like Mm -hmm. the car, you know, like when you when you write off a car because it's got such bad damages yeah. that she said they had to like write off that limo because they couldn't clean it and the smell was so bad. And uh, she said like that's when she's like, yeah, I'm going to go to nursing school. I'm like, so you can clean up human shit like so in gross. other ways she's like it's not even as bad yeah she because most of the time your patients are like pretty grateful for what you do but yeah she said that um there there would be people like playing high limit slots who just were so fucking addicted and they wouldn't leave and they would literally take their tampon out and like throw it and put a new one in and like there would be tampons on the ground she said that the high limit That's areas so were gross. more disgusting than regular areas 
Because regular people would get thrown out of the casino yeah, if they the fucking took a shit. Yeah, the people just pop that tampon right out yeah. and throw it over their shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And she said they were they would do this kind of disgusting stuff. It's pretty gross. And yeah, I was just like, I've never seen anything that bad. And I honestly thought, so I thought she was exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I, I went on to Reddit and I actually found like countless stories. Oh, that's good. Of, That'll cover my ass from not having more than a couple. Because you have them. You didn't even let me finish. That's true. Countless stories of people of ca- people in casinos talking about how they saw people taking shits in casinos and oh. continuing to play. Shits right in their chair or on the floor? Like in the chair, in their while they're sitting there. It's like dripping. Or they'll like oh, take a squat on. and continue gambling. That's come how on. addicted they are. No. That's the story. That's the story. How's that possible? Have you ever been that addicted to something? That I would shit my pants? Yeah. No. Well, they have. Okay. They have been. Would you? No. Yes. Yeah, I don't it... have that much of an addiction to things. Yeah, me neither. So, uh, the, this woman said, I worked as a housekeeper in a casino over the summer long ago. I was on graveyard. And the only thing, the only, the one thing I always remember are the slot players that would sit there for 12 plus hours. Many would completely lose track of the daytime. Some would shit or piss themselves rather than leaving their special machine never saw one with any and never saw anyone win with any reasonable amount of money i mean i don't got anything like i can't even believe i can't even like i almost don't believe it that's the truth like i don't believe that that's a human being can do that on purpose see like i when that woman uh worked with me i thought she was exaggerating and then when i was like prepping for a fun show where we could talk about casino stories which i asked you to do and you like think about some stuff to yeah. talk about uh i was like oh i'll go on reddit and then i'm like oh maybe she wasn't exaggerating yeah maybe maybe people shit themselves in casinos <laughs> all the time uh she so someone else on reddit from reddit a couple things when i worked at a local indian casino a woman had a miscarriage in line for the sand in the sandwich counter a woman shat herself because she didn't want to lose her bingo seat <laughs> i feel like this is becoming a very sad episode that is some <laughs> sad shit right yeah, i mean that's just i just don't know i can see maybe an old, maybe an elderly person shitting themselves because it was an accident no you, you know. can't lose your special seat. I don't even know if I could let it go on purpose. Can you fart it... on purpose? No. If you need to? No. What do you do if you have to fart while you're on the show? I don't know. Uh, hold it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I've always wanted to take my mic and put it down there, but I figured that you might not like it, so I just didn't do it. Oh, my God. <clears throat> you obviously haven't played, like, the main event of the World Series of Poker, have you? Yeah. A couple, you two, have? Three, two, three times. Two, three times, yeah. and you have not experienced anyone like smelling bad not or being shitting, gross. Not shitting themselves. Well, no. not shitting themselves, but like people oh, have of gross. Of course, yeah. The hygiene. There, there. I maybe told this story before. If not, I'll tell it now and fuck him because he's like just the worst person in the world. There's a guy named, and I'll say his name, Eric Hicks, who I used to play with at the bike. He's a high limit player now. He plays a lot higher than he used to when I met him. Um, uh, scraggly beard, weird glasses, just a goof goofball. Well, when I, I, when I first started playing, I was playing the Friday game, and then I would go to the Tuesday game where he was playing. He was playing lower. 
And he was like kind of the man, whatever, and didn't want me to play because I was a Friday guy. But anyway, so we had a real, we had some major beefs. And um, because he was trying to like backdoor get me out of the game. Anyways, uh, he would, he, he owns a bicycle company, electric bike (gasps) company. Yes. He used to play on live at the bike all the time. Yeah. Yeah, He wears mushroom hats. He's the most two-faced. Really? Troublemaking. He seems so nice. He does seem so nice. But and but he's ask Ryan Feldman about him. He, he kicked him off the show. Uh, this guy Ryan tried to make up. I tried to make up with him once too because he wanted to, and then he did the same shit. Ryan. Yeah, he's too. a very successful electric bicycle company. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, yes, he does. He does. So anyways, in, and he used to live in the warehouse up in a thing because that's yeah. what he said, right? Because yeah. he just was always there working. Yeah. Well, instead of showering. Before you come play the show, he would come after like a day or who knows, maybe even two days of work with like, you could just see, you know, when someone's pits turn yellow because mm-hmm. they're just not, I don't know. And, and I, I was in seat six, he was in seat five and literally, I'm not kidding you. I literally went like, oh shit. And I got up real quick because he smelled like shit and I couldn't eat and I don't think I finished the thing and we were beefing at the time. So, um, I probably said it, and then after that, he was just stinky pants. You call him stinky pants all, all the time. Is he stinky pants in your phone? I don't. I don't think I have his number in my phone. We never got to that point in our relationship. Ryan has his number. He didn't smell bad when I when <clears throat> I hung up. Not hung up with him, but like when I uh, well, maybe was he live at the bike. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Know. I'm, I'm telling you, it's the truth. I couldn't just come up with it that fast. Um, so you, you wanted to know about people that stunk. I told you a story. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't planned to. So. Uh, I like. I just have general stinky stories, but it's always like, I'm a Euro, you know, I was born in Europe. It is the Euros. We're it bad. Is. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe showering is just, you know, secondary. I mean, you showered in a bucket for three days and you were fine. Yeah. 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 And I didn't smell too bad. No, I don't know. I'm over here. Yeah. But well, I, I mean, like it, just like general lack of deodorant, lack yeah. of showering kind yeah, of situation, but it. I've never, uh, I've never... Uh, encountered anything like more horrible than that yeah besides like uh people with like really bad teeth like really uncared for teeth with bad breath is really that's that's pretty bad yeah that that that's rough and Um, i'm talking about some dates i've been on (laughs) i'll tell you okay so made me think when you were talking i'll tell you a couple stories i don't know how funny they are so it's not like oh you're gonna love these stories are so funny but i'll give it a shot to tell you what happened it's what came to my mind so Two of the stories for same guy, and then I'll tell you the first one is a different guy. At the Commerce for years, playing the 1020, there was a guy named Mr. Young. Uh-huh. Okay, he was a staple. He always wore a light blue members-only jacket, was always there with his wife, who never said a word, and he would stand when he plays. Generally, not always, but you most of the time. You can stand when you play? I thought you couldn't. Like, you could get up, but you can't stand the entire time. He would stand. He wasn't that tall, so maybe they thought he was sitting. He was Asian. <clears throat> Okay. I, I had a feeling he yeah, was, Mr. Young. thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, they have Steve Young. He's not Asian. He's a fo- uh, football player, lefty. So it just spends. Oh, so anyways, young, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have a last name and be white. So he ca- came in with his wife. So he was there all the time. He was a staple, Mr. Young. He was, a, you know, I liked him, but he was fairly annoying. He could angle a little bit, but like he was just part of the Commerce Casino. Like he mm-hmm. was just one of those things where he wasn't like optimal, but he... You didn't want him not to be there. He was part of the commerce group, you know. Anyways, he got into some bet with somebody, and I don't remember who it was, about drinking a certain amount of wine in a certain amount of time. And 
I could just remember. It just sounds so bad. Oh, bro. Listen, Alcohol bets should never listen, happen. Listen, he, and I don't think he drank. And I forget exactly, I don't want to, whatever the details were, but I could, I just remember he was to my left. I was in seat five, he was in seat six, and he was drinking, drinking, and he started to get a little more like boast, like loud, right? Because he was starting to get drunk. I mean, obvious, whatever, but he's still doing what he was doing. And all of a sudden, you hear, because I wasn't looking at him, and like, and all over the ra- the table, the floor. He first it was the splat under the table because he just it came out without him knowing. And then he put his head down and it was under the table. And it was like oh. one of those movies where they fake like somebody throwing up for an hour. It was just kept coming. Stand by me. Remember the Bro, vomit scene? That's like projectile. You seen seven or eight people that haven't moved in hours, fucking <laughs> like jumping like cats away from this guy. And it took like 20 minutes for everyone to get their chips and move to another table and the fucking carry, he, carry him out. You know, and it was just this big production. So that's one story. I don't know how funny it is, but that's it, actually quite funny. Projectile pretty, vomiting on the table. It was is so quite- loud. And then it was just like, I, I mean, I picture now, I, I'm sure it wouldn't happen, like just boom and just knocking the flop. Like it just like was, it was, it was violent. Um, another guy. Two stories about him. His name is Mohammed, white guy. No, obviously. Right? <laughs> white guy from uh, <laughs> white, Pittsburgh. White guy from Pittsburgh, <laughs> Mohammed. Anyways, I love this guy. He was so cool. Uh, he was probably in his thirties or whatever at the time. He was kind of built pretty good, and he was just a cool guy. He really was, Le- legitimately nice fucking guy. And um, so the first thing that I remember about him is we're at the table and there was this other guy that's been around forever. I can't remember his name, but he was a total asshole. He was an asshole to everybody. And he was a bigger guy, but he was older. And somehow they went at it. And the other guy with the white hair and bigger, older guy said, let's fucking go. And Muhammad just goes, okay. And so they didn't want to get kicked out of the casino. So they went out the doors. They walked all the way over to the mobile gas station across the street in Washington. Started fighting. Fuck started fighting. Muhammad knocked him on his ass in one punch, knocked him out. And Muhammad walked back. The fucking guy came back about 40 minutes later with fucking big fat lip like this and started playing again. And we all just kept playing. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow that worked itself out. Now, the other story about Muhammad is... We all just kept playing. (laughs) We just all kept playing. So the other story is he... uh, Same guy. I was working in, in Huntington Beach at the police department and I was working with the vice guys. We were undercover. And how it works is this. And I really had a problem with this because I don't know how big of a crime this is, but this was, it was not allowed in Huntington Beach. There's a massage parlor, all, a lot of Asian girls. And so how that would work is it would first work where a cop or two would go in uh, undercover. They would offer the hand job and then they would like get a license violation. They would clear it out. And then the cops, we would have access to the whole building. And then it was the reverse thing. Then there would be a setup with the cameras and then the uh, female cop that was the masseuse, where now clients were coming in, so it was reversed. And we would be watching on like the camera, and we could see and hear what they were saying. I'm looking on the camera, and guess who walks in? Muhammad. Muhammad walks in, and obviously- You're like, oh my God, I, yeah, not I'm like, this and I go And I go to the guys, I'm like, hey. I said, I know this guy. And they're like, you do? Like, how well? I said, well, I just know him pretty good, but they're like, well, I go, no, he's a fucking great guy. And he goes, and, and, and by this time, she was already trying to like coax him into saying something. And he wasn't buying it yet. Like he wasn't sure. And so they just go, you want to go get him? And I said, I do. And so I walk in the door, like, and it says police and the badge right here. And I walk in 
And I go, Muhammad. And he looks at me, but you know how like I'm not supposed to be there? Like your mind probably just goes, what's going on? And he right. looked at me like this. And I go, get out of here. And he goes, okay. And he just fucking got and just fucking bolted out. And ever since then, I'd see him at the commerce. And he was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm like, dude, come on, man. So that was the other Muhammad story. How legal is that <clears throat> that you did that? It's legal. We weren't in there doing illegal things. No, that you like you were about to catch him doing something illegal, and he was going to go down. Spirit and you... of the law. Spirit of the law. Yeah. There's a law. That's the spirit of the law. There's letter of the law, which is if you want to go letter of the law, it is what it is. You make you do it. You write the ticket, and there's spirit of the law. It's the same thing because it's a misdemeanor, and so like when you write a ticket, you don't have to write a ticket. If you give a warning, that's the spirit of the law. How stupid is it though? How stupid is it to like get people for? prostitution and I never my heart was never in that yeah yeah that's why I said my heart wasn't really in that I just happened to be working with them uh for some months and you know that's what the department detail was and like I said I just uh my heart wasn't in that spirit of the law spirit of the law does the law come with spirit fingers it comes with a uh, spirit cooking spirit cooking Mm -hmm. yeah so but you know that's just stories that I had to come up with in like Two minutes because I forgot to do my homework. Uh, so there was, and I'm hearing this secondhand, but um, I used to play in this poker room called River Cree Casino. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Edmonton, Alberta, River Cree. And uh, I think I told you that like we would wait for the guys from the oil rigs to come down and uh, dust off their money because they were all yeah. like so bad. Like Ace King, like regardless of yeah. the flop, regardless matter. of how many people are in there, Ace King's yes. good. Yeah. All my money in. Um, but, uh, there was a guy playing PLO and the PLO action in Canada is fucking great. Like I, I just miss it in the Bay area. We're just doing terribly. There's no PLO, but this guy apparently, uh, got one outed and it was like a massive pot and, uh, he got so fucking pissed off. He didn't throw the cards. He didn't fucking yell at anyone. He didn't, he didn't flip the table. He fucking took one of the cards and ate he it. ate it. He ate it. I knew you were going to say that. He ate it. He got 86 and he got kicked. <laughs> he got walked out. But I was like, first of all, good luck trying to get that out. Yeah. You know, Hope that's it wasn't a diamonds too sharp, you know? <laughs> if you swallow a club but i mean like what better way if you're super angry like you're not taking it out on anyone he knows he like it you know that's poker yeah. but yeah just eat the card just eat it fuck it now i know yeah poker listen man when it when it comes to like hours and hours and fatigue and lots of money and different personalities at a table like there's so i wish i could just have thought about it there's just so much shit that could happen you know i remember uh I used to play five ten at the Bellagio because it had a. It still probably has a fifteen hundred cap. This is when I thought I was like big shit, and I was like trying to study. This is even before solvers. Like I read every single book, which kind of made me worse, to be honest. It like, can, yeah. If you, yeah, it can if, fuck you I up. mean, the 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 information that we had in like the mid two thousands was not not good advice for poker. Right. Uh, but I remember, uh, I remember seeing Johnny Chan outside of the poker room. <laughs> arguing with a woman who i thought looked like a, a a prostitute or call girl and like she was getting loud and he was just like shut the fuck up like he would like pulled her kind of towards the slot machines inside there and and he was like i could tell he was like trying to get her to be quiet because everyone in the poker room knew who he was yeah of course and i don't know i don't i don't know the situation i mean that could have been his fucking aunt for all i know 
But it appeared as though it was the lady of the evening yeah. and she was yelling at him probably about money or something. Probably. Or maybe he was dating her and he flirted with someone not else. A big, not a big enough tip. I mean, yeah. Just yeah. the tip. <laughs> just the tip. You can take that a couple of ways. Uh, so from Reddit, my mother works at Foxwoods, Foxwoods Casino and has seen... Um, yeah, people basically pissing and shitting themselves because they didn't want to leave the table. Witnessed a college kid blow all of his loans and fall to the floor crying as the casino uh, bought him a bus ticket home. Because they got to get him out of there. You don't want to yeah, leave him no, crying on the floor. Of course, you got to get him home. Uh, talk to a fellow employee down from the uh, roof on the phone. Yeah, so someone wanted to jump off the roof after he threatened to jump. Uh, seen the same people for a month on end, then gamble and sleep on the benches. So they'll gamble away all their money and then sleep outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that guy that almost jumped, it was just the one story. He was, I don't know why they made such a big deal. And this was a cool one. Uh, the guy rode on an elevator with Frank Sinatra. So I was uh, in an elevator in the Golden Nugget. And I swear to God, it was, I thought the, I think the guy came into the elevator and was, it was my ex-husband at the time. I think he was going to rob us, but he got scared because he came in uh like last second with us and then i was like what floor and i hadn't pressed my button yet he's like uh, uh uh i'm like what floor are you going to he's like uh uh where are you guys going and i was like hmm so i like i kind of didn't want to get in the elevator and then my ex-husband pressed the button I'm like what the fuck are you doing that and he's like oh yeah that's the one. Oh wow and i was like you know what i think uh and the elevator started moving i think i'm gonna go back down and uh, I wouldn't let my ex-husband uh, get out of the elevator. And the guy was like, oh, uh, uh, and he kind of got out and I was like closing the door. But I, th I thought he was either like going to follow us to our room or like rob us in the elevator. But there was cameras in the elevator. But that, that situation was super sketch. That was the only time that I felt like I was close to being robbed or yeah. something. No, that happens a lot in, in hotels and your rooms get robbed. You get robbed uh, on your way to your room. Yeah. Yeah, and Golden Nugget, you know, downtown, I think they're a little less secure than the newer hotels. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe they used to be. And and what's what's tough now is that everybody, literally everybody is on their phone when they're walking and standing. And it's like everybody is just like victimville. Like your head should be on the swivel when you're in that situation until you get to your room or until you get to where you're going. But people don't do it. Have you ever been robbed or close to being robbed? Um. One, yes. Uh, I don't know if I was going to be robbed or if it was a territory thing or if he was just you know, whatever. But I was, um, it was before a police shift and I was in a white t-shirt and jeans. And Oh, wasn't at the casino? No. So I could, we don't have to tell that story. It, it, it was not no, casino. No, no, I want to, I want to hear yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was just thinking the only time I ever had anyone do that. Um, and I, because uh, you, you change at the, at the casino, you change at the department because your uniform's there. And I was sitting, I went to the, through El Polio Loco to eat before I got to the shift. And I came around. <laughs> What's would, funny about that? You would eat there. Why? Burrito. Chicken yeah. burrito. They're so good. I just, I, that wouldn't be my first choice. A classic for chicken food. burrito. I need to stay light on my feet. Okay. So I don't want to get a burger. So anyways, um, so I pull in the back and I back into the wall. And in the back of El Polio Loco is a neighborhood. And... In this neighborhood, I see a guy. I'm not going to say what is what ethnicity because I don't want to get like whatever. But mm -hmm. a guy walking by and kept walking. So I'm eating, and I I know I know what it is. I know he's selling drugs. I don't care. 
I just want to eat my fucking burrito, drink my iced tea, and go. I don't care. Yeah, you can't boil the fucking ocean when you're a cop, right? Yeah, like, when you're I mean, off, I'm sure you can't cops, just, like, be listen, constantly... Listen, the cops that are off-duty that want to be Rambo don't usually make it. They usually get weeded out. They want to be Rambo? Yeah, they usually get <laughs> weeded out. I could... Re- yeah, there's... I just... Yeah, there's... I remember there was this Westminster cop that tried to jam me and my friend before I was a cop, and I remember him specifically... I forget where we were going. And then when I was applying and I was going through some of the testing, I seen him testing because he let got let go by Westminster because mm. he was just he was just Rambo. guy trying Rambo. He's just trying to be there's too a, involved in everything. There's a cool cop <clears throat> that plays poker at um, at Hustler mm-hmm. that is like, hey, hey, when they when they have mixed games, like let's get let's get together and play in Vegas. I'm like, yeah, sure. And yeah. he's just like, look, I'm not on duty. Like I don't give a fuck what you do. Exactly, and that's he, how like, most. I, I wouldn't want someone to ask me to find some data while I'm off work. Like, I don't right. want to fucking do yeah. it. I don't care. That's, I know it's that's, different. Most but. cops that, like, I don't care. They don't care. Like, it's not like they're going to let someone get murdered or, rot, you know, rot, whatever. Right. But it's not like, hey, oh, you parked Yeah, wrong. if you're jaywalking, oh, they're hey, not going to. Oh, roll down your, you know, it's just like, you don't do it. You don't care. He was selling drugs. I don't care. I wasn't in, I was in the city of Costa Mesa, not Huntington Beach. So it wasn't my business. And I'm not even going to get on the phone and call and say, here, there's a guy. So I'm just fucking going to go. And so I'm sitting there and I'm eating the burrito and I got. I use those jalapeno hot sauce I'm eating and he keeps looking at me like I'm doing something fucking nefarious right and he keeps looking at me now it hits me what what are, what are you looking at me like I'm a fucking clown looking at me you're selling drugs I'm eating a burrito what are we doing what, what do you want me to do <clears throat> huh you so, want me to not eat my burrito yeah my burrito burrito, burrito. <laughs> hey man this is my burrito time so now I realize that he's worried about me watching him and that he doesn't like it and I'm just in like a forerunner or something, like a truck. I don't remember what I had. I think it was that. He starts coming across the street. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I always have my gun in my appendix. So I, I take it out and I just put it on my lap. My window is already down. And he walks up to the window and he goes, what the fuck? I can't do. I don't want to talk like he is because then you know who, what he was. And he says whatever to me, like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, something like you need to move your ass on like something like this. And he goes like with a knife. And I go with my gun. And I said, walk your fucking ass back over, sell your fucking crack and get the fuck out of here. He goes, okay, okay, I'm fucking gone. I'm fucking gone. And he left. But that was, I don't know if he was going to rob me. I don't know if he was going to fucking stab me in the neck, but that's like the closest I've he's got. He's probably just trying to scare you because he's like little Mr. Fucking big man in the, in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. He was just protecting his turf and I was eating a burrito. It's, it's very petty thief kind of like. Yeah. Vibes. He's low. He's low, low totem pole guy. Stupid guy. Because if you're selling drugs, you want to keep a low profile. You want to go pull a knife on someone. You just want to walk around the other corner and just go away. So he wasn't very smart. I mean, like, and you don't bring a knife to a gunfight. You just don't. He did. He did, and it was wrong. And it worked out for him, though. Imagine like selling drugs on a corner. Like back in the day, that's what they did. Yeah, it's kind of like prostitution. It still happens. It's not back in the day. They still they do sell it. drugs on corners. They people- don't like use apps and shit. No, there's still people that stand in. This is like prostitutes. They use apps, but they they also walk. They do both. I don't know. I feel like walking as a prostitute is like your, the lowest of. No, no, no. It, it's a waste of time. But to me, I think you got to utilize technology. You know, like why walk the corner? Why not create yourself a little website, a little app, a little yeah? Like, because you're you just you're more forward thinking. You have resources and maybe you whatever, but like. I don't want to say the average, but maybe someone that comes from like just doesn't have the same smarts and doesn't have a lot of resources. They just they know already how to walk. 
So they just walk in. You just walk and you wear a certain something and you work in certain areas where that's done and yeah. people pull up and you jump in. Oh, God. I know. Isn't that gross? How Can you imagine how stinky some of those penises are? Oh, so story. Story about stinky penis? I mean, a lot of that stinkiness. I okay. remember, uh, so I worked in an inner city hospital as a, as a nurse for many years yeah. in Canada. People think like, oh, Canada, no drugs, no no gangs. Like, no, all that shit happens too. Um, and I remember having a prostitute as a patient. I actually had a lot, a lot of like inner city clientele. And it, it's like, whatever, it was, it was fine. Actually, it was a fun hospital to work at because if you work in an inner city hospital, you don't have to be all prim and proper. Like everyone gets it. Everyone just like kind of swears a little bit. Everyone's just kind of a little more relaxed because it's like, we're not fucking trying to impress the fucking Pope here. We're just like, we, you know, sometimes you got to talk to your people. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you're not going to, you're not going to walk into like a room where you have a homeless patient and be like, oh, so would you like Grey Poupon? Like, like kind of, sh- that's, does that make sense? Like you kind of have to know your clientele. You get used to the way your clientele talks and you all just kind of like gel together. Yeah. It's the same sense. thing. Again, I'm not being about me, but I'm giving you a parallel to make yeah. your point. Like if I'm talking, was talking to a parolee, I would talk to him a little different than I would talk to grandma, you know, Jojo on our way. Exactly. To, on our way to the yeah, store. Like a sweet like it's just, little you grandma. To, you have to elevate and de-elevate like your personality and make adjustments to who you're yeah, dealing with. Yeah. Like a little <laughs> sweet grandma who's like gone to church her whole yeah, life and had 18 yeah. kids little green, with one little, man. Little grandma. Sit on, sit on yeah. the curb, cross your legs. Shut the fuck up, Shut grandma. Up, cross your legs. Yeah. She's like. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so, you know, we all, it was like a little more chill. So I, this one prostitute, she came in with like a lot of uh, venereal diseases. Sure. And At one time or on and yeah, off? Yeah, one time. Okay. Yeah. There was a lot going on down there. And she had like, had a very unfortunate life as they, as a lot of them do. Sure. And, um, you know, we were treating her. It had like a lot of it had gotten really bad. Like there is bad down there. She needs to be hospitalized. And I remember her telling me stories. She's like, she's like, never get married, like never trust a man, da 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 da. Just like live for yourself, get your own shit together. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Like, why do you think that? She's like, most of my clients, and she had she had HIV and all this stuff. Oh wow. She's like, most of my clients are like professional men who have wives and kids, and she's like, and they pay me extra to not use a condom. Oh wow. And I'm like, do they That's not so care? Like, do they not care? They're fools. That? And, and she's like, a lot of them just don't think they can get it or they don't think about it's it. Ignorance. They don't. Yeah. And, and they think they can just go to the doctor and get antibiotics and their wife won't notice or they haven't, their wife hasn't touched them could in years. Could you imagine if one of your options was if I get it, I could go get like some medicine? Like, I can't even well, fathom I think that. M- I, it's most true, though. It's treatable. No, of course. Yeah. And I know it's true, but it's still like, do you really want to piss razor blades and just because you're I've never been that horny yeah mm. I mean I, I, I'm a woman like we don't really we have a lot more options you know we could get it when no we for want. sure yeah. you, all you guys you, yeah you can walk up to 10 men and if you don't get 9 into 10 like yourself there'd be something wrong all men are gonna say sure I mean, yeah, but, most yeah. and if it's the other way sure. around, it's your over ten. It's more like we're we're at higher risk because we have like better chances of getting stuff. And like you, yes, you're more re- you re- receptacle. We get, we take. Yeah, you take. Yeah, <laughs> you take, you take, you hold, you pay the price. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, 
it was i don't remember what the point of my story was we were talking about gross like yeah i said stinky penis and then you said oh yeah yeah and there was some stinkiness going on there too there was like a bad smell there too from all the all the stuff yeah yeah but you know what she was like a really nice person and she just had a very rough life and i felt very bad for her i, I would too you know me i'm a softy and but here's the thing nine nine times out of ten it's drugs bad childhood well so mostly bad childhood but there's been of course a lot of times where it's not it's just a rogue like uh just someone that just won't conform right but mostly bad childhood yeah. uh drugs and then you need more drugs and then you can't afford drugs and so you do a little bit of a petty theft then you do a burglary you know if you're a man right and sometimes women too and then or you sell yourself go, and then you have to start you know giving a hand job and then it turns into this and that and then by the time you know it you're just you're just beaten you know yeah. and that's just your life now and there's really no getting out of it and then the consequences come with all the shit you're talking well, about well there's like a um a study that was done recently on homelessness and it showed that i think like 70 to 80 percent of homelessness is caused by uh poverty like basically um, the housing crisis and a lot of people think it's drugs but they they were saying that they use drugs to cope because being homeless is so mentally difficult and draining yeah. that that's why there's just like a rampant <clears throat> use of drugs. Uh, I mean, I just feel sorry. I mean, I live in an area that is like ramp rampant with homelessness. So Yeah, well, as you know, because you've been here in this building, we're in the city of Santa Ana. And it's got some nice parts in Santa Ana, and this isn't too bad of an area, but... In Santa Ana, there's a lot of vagrants and stuff, and that's why I've you had... You have videos of people yeah, breaking well, in right, here. Yeah, of course, jumping into the on my ceiling. I'm glad they didn't do it while I was here. I swear that would have been... That wouldn't even have been funny. It wouldn't have. No, but no. I locked myself in that room, by the way. He got into those rooms. Oh, he didn't get into the bedroom, but he got into that area in the back. But anyways, and I had to spend a ton of money putting up on my chain link metal sheets and then razor wire the kind at prisons so now they don't jump into the backyard and break that how they got in they would cut the the chain link get into the back and then they would either jump on the roof or they would go into the shed and like i had this really cool two box like on wheels with all these filled gone i don't know how they got it i don't know how they because it was so heavy but like they stole a bunch of shit from me so anyways um they 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 pee in the the fountain okay (laughs) I had, well, that's I, what it's I had, for. I had, of course, I had. So he has a fountain. I just want to tell people you have this fountain in front of your business. That is like, it's a pretty remote business. It's not like you have a ton of customers coming through here, no? No, no. But it's just like a weird fountain. And it, to me, because I am like this granola-y Northern California, yeah. even though I look like this fucking middle-aged fucking cougar right now, which I, I actually don't mind this. Uh, but... I, I think it's like a waste of resources, a waste of money to have this like water feature. So, you know, I think it's a great toilet. It is. And we've also had, and so I have a camera by the door, like there, and I have them all over. And so... Do they shit in it? In the camera? It's up on the no, wall. No, in the fountain. Nick, you're so adorable. Yeah. So... They're going to shit in the fountain. I'm just letting you know. I'll put chlorine in it, but check it out. So one time I looked on, I saw on the... um the cameras where the guy and the gal and the guy put the gal's fit and she went up and you know and scribbled with a marker on the um i could see her face but before she scribbled on the like the camera right and they they had a big cardboard like floor they took the cardboard they laid it out he put something and they built this huge fire (laughs) (laughs) they 
they built a fucking they built huge a fire, fire in there was front of your right at building? the door right at the door there was ashes all <laughs> over the place when i came and i looked on the camera and it was because they built a fire and what'd they do with the fire got warm because oh, there's an it was over a cold night yeah because there's it, it's covered too so they just they just hang out there from this time to this time until it's light and then they then they bolt and it was a it was a couple there was one gal out, out outside i was working out in the gym on the other side there and it was the middle of the day and i look through the blinds as i'm working out and i see she's really is real to your point of really sad she was in the she was laying in the dirt so sad and you could tell she's just weathered from the sun uh like whatever and I'm like holy fuck so I go get a vitamin water and some a banana and like all this shit and I walk out there and she's not coherent like she's like kind of asleep and I go hey hey and she could kind of communicate with me and I'm go here's a whatever and I like give it to her and she like then you know just like takes it and then I go is there anything I could get you or do for you and what what can I get you and she goes a bike <laughs> and I go <laughs> a bike a bike and I go a bike <laughs> and she goes yeah a bike and I said okay I said will you be around here later I'll get you a bike what kind of bike do you want and she's like and she kept just saying a bike and I go okay are you gonna come back and she just left like about an hour later I looked out there she was gone she never came back I never went and got the bike because she never came back and it, she was just so out of it and it was so sad there's dirt in her face and it's just like it's really a sad thing you know because like that person was born they had parents mm -hmm. it's a life she has feelings like we do and it's just like man to get to that point it's, it's it's pretty rough and you know this is where i get on one all the fucking money we send and all the shit we do for other things that's such a waste in this country that we that we that we spend money on here or we spend money in other countries billions are you kidding me if you put out an all-out force even if you wanted to make it federal because they'll fuck it up but anytime the government does anything it's just wrong they spend too much money but even if you wanted to or all the states combined like why not go and just figure that out your own people like it's just so sad you know I don't know that's just I can go off on stuff like that well we actually agree on something <clears throat> Yeah, I do think uh, if we're going to talk about homelessness one second seriously, mm -hmm. I do think um, there are countries where they have um, I, I, I like the free market. I'm a I'm a capitalist in that way. But there are some countries where it's completely free market without regulation and you get like a really small, high end like billionaire class and then most people are poverty stricken and then they basically have to build moats like uh, they have to build like towers and walls around there i'm being like a little bit facetious but yeah, you I have to isolate yourself from society and take helicopters everywhere because you're getting kidnapped your kids are getting kidnapped sure i think that the best way to run a society is to lift the most vulnerable and bottom people up to like a, a living place where they're comfortable and happy and that way everyone is happy your community is better you don't get stabbed or robbed every time you leave your house and every like everyone's functioning in a better way there's always going to be problems with some people on drugs and some people being homeless but there's um, some people that will reject that help yeah but yeah. At, in a way i would be happy to pay more taxes uh, or lose some of my resources in order for like the bottom the lowest tier people to be able to get a bit of help so that we live in a safer society and and everyone's just a little happier can i 
take a little piece of that and 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 address it. it it's like this. So I, I agree to this point. We don't need our taxes raised because here's why. We pay so much. Let me just say, we pay so much. Yeah, but we, it, let me finish. Let me finish. Right, we're supposed to do that. Let me just say it, and then we'll go back and forth. That's what's mm-hmm. good about this. We waste a lot of money on on things that we put into bills that go to like special interests. There's a lot of money wasted on a lot of subsidies. There's a lot of money wasted with our welfare system. But let's get to that. I'm not saying I'm against helping people because I just said I was. Oh, no, I don't want to get into economics. Okay, we won't, but I'll just say this. All right, we won't get into economics, but I'm going to say this. I agree that there should be, if we're going to pay taxes, then we should i just wish that our government was smarter and more ethical on how they spent the money because we wouldn't need one dime raised if there was someone with half a brain you know and brains in there right but people with half a brain start businesses not go into politics i didn't say that we didn't have enough money to help alleviate this problem i said i'd be happy to pay a little more to make sure that the problem is alleviated if that was what i had to do but I do think that uh, there's too much bureaucracy in government. Yes. And I do think we could solve this problem if the government fucking focused on it. But instead, we have lobbyists and corporate. That's right. Isn't that kind of what I was shit. saying? So I agree with you. I would pay more, too. I just don't think we need to. But I would. Wow, you're such a liberal. That's interesting. Not a liberal at all. I just have a heart. Mm. Um, I want to hear about uh, maybe a couple of crazy things that you've seen happen at hustler or like your time at bicycle casino or commerce sure well i did give you a couple of them with the fights and stuff but um well we know that we had one time on my show where jerry wanted to fight me and jumped out of his seat and stood behind me you never heard that on hustler oh it was a big thing yeah yeah okay will you stop getting like your finger banging your cat no, I'm not. She's licking my finger because that's a sign of love. She's grooming me, and I don't want to take that away from her. <gasps> so now you guys can see how like how soft this man is. He's like he comes across as as like this big tough Italian brute, but he's just like crumbles at the sight of a kitty licking. She his couldn't finger. eat, and I had to bottle feed her as a baby. <laughs> I'm now your mom. I'm her mom. Yeah, she you loves, breastfed her. She loves me. She's I owe her a life because she's all fucked up like you. So. <laughs> So, and the black one's not. He he was raised properly. So anyways, well, I had a joke. So here's the thing. Um, Yeah, so that's, I'll I'll find the clip and I'll send it to you or maybe we'll put it into this podcast. Let's put it in the podcast. I'll find it. So what happened was is this. Okay. You want the whole story? Yeah. Nothing but the story? Yeah. Okay. So we were, I was, uh, we were playing Tuesday game, probably anti-game. I don't remember. There's a cat named Jerry. I knew him from the home games when COVID was happening. We always were really cool, but he was always very drunk. Little guy like this. And um, and he was just a whale. And But he was fun, so he's good for a what show. What did he typically play? He would play the games that I would play. He had money. So like, oh, he, he had, had an mo- air conditioning oh, company. Well, I'll tell you too. Air conditioning company. That's what he had. But I'll get to what some of the other stuff was. So we're playing and he was getting very drunk and it's there's a point to where like something's good for the show and then there's a point to where like if you're talking every hand and you're not acting and you're tanking 
but only because you're out of it and you're like trying to like get all the attention. Like again, it was, you just have to take my word for it. It was excessive. And I think, and I, and I'm, I don't remember exactly, but nothing bad yet. And I just said, Hey, Jerry, like move it along, man. Like, you know, we got to play, you know what I'm saying? Or something. And he just didn't like it. And so then I got in a hand with, uh, mayhem, Robert from Palmdale and Robert was kind of fucking with me and he was showed me one card and I'm, and I really do have a decision for like 12 or 14,000. I don't remember at the time. And I just, but he was fucking going off and I'm just like, Jerry, can you give me a second here? Like, just let me think. And he was like, well, why don't you hurry up? Right. I'm like, because I actually have a decision. You just do that when you're just got to put a dollar in. Like, just shut up. And so it pissed him off and he was going off and off and whatever. And I call, I lose, I couldn't think. So now I'm totally tilted and he's still chipping at me. I'm in seat five. He's like an eight. He's chipping, chipping. This is from my memory. And I go, he goes, well, why don't you just mind your own fucking business and I'll mind my own business. And I go, I got a better idea. I was, I had lost my cool. I go, why don't you go fuck yourself? He fl- and this is live on TV? This is live. He flies out of the chair, okay? At Hustler. Yeah, he jumps out of the chair and goes, fucking, come on. So now I'm thinking to myself. While the cameras are rolling. Dude, hold on. Yes, it was right in the middle of the show. It's on the show. You can see it. That's amazing. Yeah, go find it. I'll find it. So he, you know, like when a guy tries purposely, I don't know if you've ever been in fights, but like they'll stay purposely behind someone because they really don't want to. And then if you know you can't because of cameras, and myself, if I got up, no matter if I own the show and I'm close with the GM, if I fight, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm, I can't play again. I'm out of the show. I get barred for life. So I'm now I'm thinking to myself, I just fucked myself because now I have to stand down. And that is the only reason because I wanted to stomp him like a bug. But I'm sitting there and he's behind me. I'm not even... What if you went to the gas station across the street? Would you be okay? I don't... Maybe. I hope so. It was, <laughs> I should have thought of it. He comes back with a lip. <laughs> yeah, we play. <laughs> and he's like, come on. And then, so I'm just sitting there like this and he's right here. At one point... Mayhem. So he got up and got behind you. And yeah, to and fight people you. were like the floor man, everything. But I'm not looking, and I'm talking though, and I'm going, I would fucking crush you, you know, like just talking, but I'm not moving my hands. I'm not like doing anything for me to get kicked out. And uh, Mayhem Robert is the guy from Palmdale. He's got fucking hands like this. Like he's just a big guy, right? He's fucking like not muscular, but he's just a fucking moose. Well, he at one point grabbed him and like carried him off into like whatever and just like trying to reason with him right while I'm just sitting there the game's broke right now for a minute or whatever and so I get up and I go to the lockers and I forget if Ryan was there or who's there and he always came with these two guys wherever he went big guys Hispanic and they would always sit somewhere in the casino not gamble and they just sit I never knew who they were. I never knew how it associated to him, but it was weird and I knew it was something. And so I don't know yet who they are. I don't think I would have changed what I did, but like at one point they got up and were like kind of around where like not the lockers, but like in my view and like I went to the bathroom and I knew they were following me, like one of them. And I got... And At I, Hustler? Yeah. Following me to just like they're protecting him, just keeping an eye, like maybe send a message. And one of them was looking at me like whatever close. And I'm like, I go, you know what? What the fuck are you looking at? 
like fuck you know fuck you like i know what's going on here and the guy didn't even say nothing he just stared at me and i'm like what the fuck and i just like walked away and so then somebody told me they go uh what they say they it was like an hour later two hours later and then finally you know how guys do this like he does this after he's calmed down he comes and he goes Okay, man, let's just, oh, we're good, like, whatever. And I just, just, whatever, dude. Yeah, I don't want to shake your hand, but we're fine. We're good. Get out of here. You know, because he's doing that whole, like, passive-aggressive thing. So what I found out was that those guys over there were there because he's really high up in the Mongols, yeah, the, the gang. And oh. Yeah. And so someone told me they pulled me aside or they called me because they saw it or something. And they're like, hey, don't press it. Like, it's above your pay grade. Like, you're, you know, you won't do things to put yourself in jail. Like, they will. And so then I didn't know that. And um, and then I remember one time he did play, I think he played again. And something was said, like, I go, I know about it. And he goes, yeah, yeah, no, don't worry about that. that that's not happening or something. Like, it, they're not involved. Like, whatever. But that was it. So that was the story. It's on stream. Wow. Okay, we'll have to play that clip. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Um, little Jerry, a little Jerry. Yeah, a little Jerry. Sorry, so Jerry. Cute. He's so cute. And and Jerry's the <clears throat> one in the gang. From what I understood. Oh, so you're just talking about a gang member right now? That he's so cute, little man. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so my last story is when I was doing commentary uh, at Stones, uh, there was a guy. The whole he was the fucking whale in the big game, and all of Sacramento poker. Uh, all the big time pros, the world revolved around this guy. And when he went broke, the games died. <laughs> but before he went broke, he was kind of a fan of mine. He would always come up to me after I do commentary. He's like, hey, Veronica, how are you? And he like never was creepy or, or anything, but he would just like always talk to me and always ask me how I'm doing. Uh, so he had a bit of a bit of an alcohol, bit of a drug thing going on and he like very often would get fucked up uh somehow with some stuff probably a combination of everything and like dust off a lot of money which is how he eventually went broke which i heard he got some money back and i don't know what's going on with him now but uh so one day after the live stream i was doing commentary he comes up to me and he's like hey do you want to jump in the game and the game was twenty five fifty with a straddle sometimes straddle and I was like, oh, I'm not rolled for this game. I can't play this game. He's like, how about I buy you in? If you lose, don't worry about it. If you win, we'll split your profit. I was like, fuck, free money? Like, yeah, let's go. So he buys me in uh, for $5,000 into this game. And I'm sitting right next to him. He's on my left. And um, I barely played. I think I like made $10 because I was just, it's a big game. I knew all the guys at the table. They were fucking crushers. They all sure. study like four hours a day. They're all Garrett's, right? Uh, Garrett's for Sacramento. Uh, and so I remember he starts like getting up to go to the bathroom. He comes back. There's like powder on his nose. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the fuck's going on? Then he like gets up uh, and he like barfed outside or something, comes back in. There's like barf on his shirt. I'm like, oh shit, this shit's going bad. He orders like blueberry pancakes and and like the blueberry pancakes come he's like i don't want these fucking blueberry pancakes he takes the pancake throws it against the fucking wall <laughs> it sticks for a bit then it plops down the floor comes over and like anyone else would have been fucking kicked yeah. out 
The guy hands the floor $100. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Waitress comes over to pick up the pancake, gives her 100 Sorry about that. Sorry about that. So they leave him. And I was just like sitting there like, how's this, how's this fucking guy get to stay? The rest of us would be kicked out. So I started getting a little irritated. But the guy became so incoherent and so drunk and like vomited on himself. He ended up like passing out outside or something. The game died. I... I like while he was sitting there, I scooted my chips. I counted out my chips. I'm like, just like 5,000 here. I'm just going to give you back your 5,000. I gave it back to him. Yeah. Uh, but he was so out of it. He ended up like sitting outside somewhere, passing out. When he finally cashed out his chips, he like called me the next day and texted me the next day. And he's like, where's my money? I'm like, what the fuck are oh, you talking wow. about? He's like, you took 5,000 from me. I'm like, no, I didn't. We had a deal. And I didn't make any profit and I give you back your $5,000. Like I literally didn't play any hands. And he's like, I'm going to watch the footage and I'm going to make sure I find out because I think you stole my money. He went to Stones and he made the security pay him or play the camera. You gave it back, right? And then also like the guys at the table were like, yeah, we saw Veronica push the chips. But yeah, I was so irritated because he was so incoherent that he thought I stole his money from him. I'm like, there, I mean, there's better ways I can make $5,000, bro. Well, not better. Not better, but, but easier. I could, I could make <laughs> Easier. Um, did you ever, did I ever, now it's about me, so I don't want to make it about me, but do you ever hear the prologue story? Uh, no, I ha- I don't think I have. You want to hear that one? Yeah, yeah, let's go. But again, go. I, I'm just trying to fit in. I'm just trying to tell stories. Yeah. All right. So when I was playing at the bike, um, I always mentioned that I played C5. Squish my tomato prologue? Is that him? The guy that, the tiny dancer. Oh, Tiny Dancer again? You know, Prahlad Friedman. Yeah. If you don't know who he is... Oh, you... Prahlad, Prahlad. Oh, he's got the TikTok with yeah, the dancing. Yeah, Tiny Dancer. No, that's different than Squish My Tomato. Yeah, I don't Sorry, know, I was I don't know who Squish My Tomato is. Squish My Tomato is friends with Bart Hansen. He's a good guy. Oh, no, no, no. This is Prahlad who... Tiny Dancer. Squish My Tomato used to play on Live at the Bike all the time. Okay. I just don't remember the name. You know how I am. So, anyways. Well, Prahlad is the extreme, extreme, extreme of liberalism or call it whatever you want progressive I, I don't know fucking maniac uh, to point where you're not even like realistic which I don't care okay so he comes on to the show and now he's a pro hustler no this is the bike long okay. time ago he comes on to the show and probably watched the show and knows who I am knows I supported Trump like the whole thing like I'm I am who I am and fucking just pre like hated me pre like just because of my my thoughts and my beliefs and so we're in the game and now you're not supposed to fuck with me because i'm the mark right but he can't help himself and he's in the game and he's making taking shots at me like about trump and about things and i'm not saying anything i'm like dude i kept saying this prolad leave me alone i don't want to talk about that stuff i don't come here for that and he just kept making comments now that that was that and i started firing back at him verbally so we went back and forth that's the end of that day now, another day, we're playing not on the show, but outside the doors, and it's me, Prahlad, Garrett, uh, I think Art, Andy, like all the fucking regs, you know, Holy pros, ki- all killers, right? You That's, were for I play- sure the mark. Dude, I played with those guys for years. I was the mark, right? I, this was awesome. I learned a lot. Anyways. Garrett so- built a mansion because of He you, did. I had money. a shirt that said, Garrett's ATM. Yeah. Yeah. So... um, so anyways, Garrett gets the last laugh. <laughs> he can have the last laugh. He's a goof. So anyways, um, so we're playing and I'm in seat five and he's in seat four. We're right next to each other. 
And I'm like, fuck, because I know it's going to start, right? And he's, so now, and I will say this, Garrett started this, but he did it on purpose to entertain himself. And I don't hold him, like, against them, because we were friends. Mm -hmm. So he made some comment to to get him going, and Prahlad's like, whoa, yeah, if you support someone that fucking puts kids in cages, then I guess you're just a real piece of shit, right? And I just go, and I look at Garrett, and Garrett's fucking laughing, and I go, you're a dick. I go, dude, please just not today and he's like blah 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 and he's fucking hammering me in my ear and I'm like hey you stupid fucking one-sided motherfucker I, you know and now we're going and I'm like and I'm, I'm losing my cool a little bit and I, I probably like fuck you something and he stands up and he stands up over me now these people know you can't fight and he goes this is his famous line we all fucking laughed he goes, you're going to fucking think you're going to kick my ass. He goes, I fucking know jujitsu like that. <laughs> I, you can't make it up. And I look up at him and I go, you're a fucking dork. So he's challenging me. So I do this. I stand up and I go, I'm not looking at him because I don't want to get kicked out. He wound up getting uh, a timeout before he came back and Garrett stacked him and he went home crying. But be, prior to that, I go, and I'm not looking at him. I go, Prahlad, I'm not, I'm not going to look at you. But I'm going to go to the bathroom, and I'm going to take a leak. There's no cameras in there. I'll be in there. And I went in there, and I waited about five minutes, and I came back and sat down, and I said, that's what I thought. And he, got, he was on a timeout, though, and then he got stacked. And legitimately got stacked by Garrett. Another time, he was, in, uh, he was in a game with Garrett. I wasn't there, but Garrett tells a story, and they got in a huge pot. And Prahlad goes, oh, can we go twice? And Garrett's all, once. And Prahlad's all, Garrett, can we go twice? And Garrett's all, once and he's all uh dude what the fuck he goes i have a wife a new baby and da 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 you're playing poker bro i can't believe you won't go twice and garrett goes once (laughs) (laughs) and he stacked him and literally start like almost like was crying and teared up and left yeah i saw a woman like cry at the table she was like that was my rent money it was a huge pot and i was like dude what are you fucking doing playing with your rent money yeah so those are a couple Poker stories that happened along the way for me. Yeah, and you guys are now best friends, you and Prahlad? Yeah, we dance together. Yeah? Yeah. You're both tiny dancers? I'm I'm a big dancer. He's a tiny dancer. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. What am I supposed to say when you say What do you want me to shit? do, huh? What do you want me to what do? What do I do? I dance. You dance, I dance. We all dance for... Oh, hold on. Okay, one second. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, My daughter... I was just going to close out the show. Oh, right now? We're yeah. closing. What time is it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good show. Is there anything else that you can think of you want to open up? Any files before we go? I mean, do we want we want to talk about anything else that's interesting? I just thought it would be a fun show. Yeah, I'd rather keep it that way. Just fun stuff. I don't want to I don't want to get into the weeds with anything, really. Yeah. I just wanted to tell it? stories today and have like a more lighthearted thing for our audience. I just like to it. see, You know, because okay. I think with these kinds of shows, you can put them out at any time. Yeah. There's yeah. no time stamp in this. Because I only come in once a Because this show is probably going out four weeks from now yeah. when we're making it right now. So yeah. there's, this one doesn't have to have time to it. Yeah. And I wore my special shirt for this show. I thought you only wore the black shirt because you're a professional. I know. I decided to change it up a little bit. It got in my head. It got yeah. in my head a little bit, actually. Did it? Yeah, because I was like, hmm. I remember. I do wear the same thing every single episode. I thought, uh, like, when I was on Poker After Dark, I remember them telling me, like, please just wear, like, black or dark yeah. colors, neutral. 
and just be consistent so that we're not focused on that. And they wanted me to be more casual. And so I started thinking about just like wearing just this kind of the same black thing to be consistent. So you couldn't really tell when we did it. But then again, I'm like, does it really matter? I don't know. Yeah. I also get pissed off because uh, they have their current host that like hosts a lot of their uh, Storm X tournament and like whatever. She does sideline reporting. She dresses so nice and she's so gorgeous. And I just like adore her. But I was told to dress casual. And I'm like, why didn't I wear dresses? I wanted yeah. to wear dresses and yeah. like look fucking cute and get all dolled up. But I was always casual because they told me they wanted me to be casual. Well, no one's holding you down here. So oh, thanks. I'll gonna, wear an evening gown it's next gonna time. Be, yeah, it's going to just be the real you. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then uh, we're going to the GPI Awards together. I'm going to be your date. Okay. I forced yeah, that done. on you. You did. You actually said, can I be your date? And I said, yes. Okay. So. I mean, you kind of forced it on me because I was afraid to say no. Yeah. And we're going to send drinks to our enemies. Not laced with anything. Just. In what, a, what are they going to be stirred with? I'm, I'm, uh, what are those cherries <laughs> called that are like. Maraschino. Maraschino. Oh, God. They're so cherries, disgusting. I'll stir it with that just to get really? them back. I was having better thoughts than that but that'll work um yeah whatever you do you on that and uh we'll we'll go together and um you know we'll we'll run amok sounds good i'm looking forward to running oh oh yeah we gotta close the right way we gotta we gotta close because we're going to the commerce after this oh yeah shit i take off my hat not my glasses what a fucking idiot all right all right, so this was story time with Nick and Veronica. This is the Nick Vertucci show. I am Nick Vertucci, and for this one, and I envy out. No one could recognize that it was us. No, that, who the fuck was? <laughs> <laughs>